Hey y'all, welcome to the Appalachian Overlook, a metaphorical journey down these winding mountain roads as we get to the top and take a good look at topics and questions about what it means to live a good life in Appalachia. My name is Sarah Saavedra and I'll be your host in these conversations, airing here on 90.7 WEHC and also available online at ehc.edu WEHC. Today on the show, we'll be talking about a topic I'm personally and intimately familiar with, transitioning from big city life to small town living. In the wake of COVID, we've seen a great migration of folks moving from bigger cities here to small town Appalachia, whether it's Abingdon, Emory and Henry, students hopping on campus, looking for outdoor recreation, looking for more space. Now that folks can telecommute and work from home, really the possibilities are endless. So if you're someone who's transitioned from big city life and trying to find your way in small town living, buckle up and join us for the ride. Thanks for listening to the show today. I'd like to start off today with a quote. Uh, This quote is from Kathy Sullivan Wint. She's a Baltimore psychologist. And it just really hit me that this is how I felt when I was living in a big city. There is a particular kind of loneliness that comes from standing in a crowded street and not knowing anyone. Maybe some of you can identify with that feeling of loneliness, with that feeling of just not having a place, not being seen or heard, not being able to find your way into the crowd of people. And, you know, I definitely felt like that. I grew up in Tampa, Florida, and graduated high school, graduated college there. And as I started my adult life, I thought I wanted something different. I visited a friend in Brevard, North Carolina. She was at Brevard College there and just fell in love with the small town charm. And it is charming. You know, small town life is something we've seen depicted in movies and TV shows and iconic, you know, American art. Um, And so there is kind of a romance around it. And we can see that now as uh, people seem to be trying to escape some city life and find more open space, find less crowds and, and find a way to belong, especially as People are starting to work more from home, thanks COVID. And, you know, I just wanted to share kind of some of my experiences and tips for those of you who uh, maybe have just transitioned from big city life and are looking to find your place here in Southwest Virginia. Some of the things that really shocked me and um, I wasn't prepared for. And I don't know that you can ever be super prepared for anything um, (laughs) that you haven't experienced before, but it does help a little bit to know what you're in for and what to expect. And so when I moved here about 15 years ago, um, I just, I was expecting, you know, slower pace of living. I was expecting, you know, that I would not find quite the diversity and, and ethnic grocery stores or food, you know, available at restaurants. I knew that I was leaving my favorite Cuban restaurants behind and I'd have to go for a visit uh, back to Tampa to experience that kind of food. But there were quite a few things that I was not expecting, you know, slower pace of life, less traffic, 
totally expected. Uh, but and welcomed honestly but what I was not expecting were uh, quite a few things the first of which was lack of anonymity Uh, you know I don't know people will say it all the time you'll hear them talk about small towns and everybody knows everybody which is one thing when you've met someone right when you've been introduced to them now you know them there's not as many people to know so you can kind of expect that going in what I mean by lack of anonymity is goes even deeper. So when we first moved here, we actually had a house in Damascus, Virginia, right down Main Street. Uh, there's not much in the town of Damascus, so pretty much you could see most people's houses just driving through uh, the town. And ours was one of those right across from the Creeper Trail. And I'll never forget a couple weeks uh, into moving, we had started painting our house and I was at the grocery store with one of my small children shopping and checking out and the grocery clerk checking us out said to me I love the color that you're painting your house a pretty normal thing to say to someone that you've met before you know um, maybe by mutual friends or acquaintances but I had literally never met this person before really hadn't met many people yet and so it startled me as someone who was used to being anonymous in a grocery store maybe never even seeing the same clerk twice that this person checking me out not only knew where I lived just by looking at me but <laughs> that I was also painting my house even though we had never met so um, that is something you'll get used to you also get used to going to the grocery store and running into you know three to four people maybe even more depending on how busy of a time of day that you go that you know and so grocery trips take longer because you got to stop and you got to talk and you got to be friendly and you know it's a charm of small town living but it was definitely something that I wasn't quite uh, expecting and still to this day I have to remind myself if I'm out chatting with a friend in public at a restaurant or a coffee shop something like that that if I am venting frustrations and if they have anything to do with someone else who lives around town that I should probably keep my voice down because the likelihood that their best friend or their neighbor or someone else who knows them pretty well might be at the table next to me is a pretty high chance so that's a tip for you there uh, be ready for that lack of anonymity uh, for using your discretion when you're venting find private places to do that don't do that in public because uh, talk about gossip and things like that that can be a downfall that uh, you're not used to if you're in the big city having a uh, lunch with a friend the likelihood that someone who knows who you might be venting about whether it's a, a neighbor or a boss or someone else um, knowing that person sitting next to you and overhearing your conversation is pretty low and so but in small town life it is not low at all so that lack of anonymity is is one thing that was an adjustment for me um, and another thing though I'll say one of the great benefits one of the things I just love and I say a lot is you know when you live in a big city in order to really kind of make community or to stand out in your profession or to really make a difference and dig in and get involved a lot of times it takes connections that are hard to make in a big city those connections could be money or uh, in a big city maybe you are top of your field somehow or you um, have family that's been entrenched in the life there for a long time so you've got to kind of have some clout if you are just a 
normal person like me and and maybe you didn't have any of that it can be really tough in a big city in a small town though it is so nice that I found anyways that if you're really good at what you do you're passionate you want to give your time and your efforts to to bettering the community that people invite you in and you can really make a name for yourself you can really uh, be involved make a difference and kind of figure out your place in the small town structure a lot easier uh, than a big city so that would be my first tip my first tip for you is to put yourself out there when you move to a small town, I know it can be so intimidating to be the newcomer in the midst of people who quite literally went to school together from kindergarten to their senior year in high school. Maybe their parents even went to school uh, together. Maybe even their grandparents. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot to be the newcomer in a situation like that. But y'all already know this. If you've been here any amount of time, people here are friendly. I remember going back to visit in Tampa and being real nice to uh, the gas station clerk or wherever I was and them giving me this really strange look because it's not normal to just be real friendly and tell them that you appreciate them and that kind of thing in a big city. But it is here. And so that was uh, that's something that I really love. People are friendly and they are looking uh, for help. They're looking for people who have certain strengths and talents to join them in whatever their efforts are. So get connected. Be purposeful and deliberate. One of the ways I did that uh, starting out was to volunteer. Um, so I volunteered uh, teaching what I was good at at the time, and that was uh, selling things on eBay. So I got plugged in to volunteer to teach a six-week class at the uh, Higher Ed Center. They have a college for older adults there. And I did that six weeks class. It was great. I got to know lots of new people. And more importantly, I got to know, you know, the, the organizers of that who are obviously really passionate about bringing uh, in really interesting things and building up the offerings here in Southwest Virginia. And that led to my next job opportunity. And then, of course, that led to my next one. And so uh, I would just highly encourage anyone to volunteer. Anytime a student or a young adult asked me, like, how do you get into what you're doing? Usually it was uh, my past life as an event coordinator for the town of Abingdon. I, I would have interns and folks contact me all the time and ask how they could get involved in the tourism industry, how they could get more involved in event planning and music uh, concert planning and that sort of thing. And my tip in small town life in Southwest Virginia and our region especially is to start out by volunteering. Start out by getting your feet wet and helping out the folks who are doing that. And those are the ways that you get connected, you meet people, and you really find out job opportunities before they may even be listed anywhere official. Um, that is a, a thing about small town living is that you know, knowing people and having already worked with them as a volunteer is really helpful in getting connected in that way. The other thing I did expect uh, when moving to a small town was that slower pace of life. For me, that was totally welcome. For some folks moving from a big city uh, to a small town, it, it can be a bit desert, like disconcerting for a while, but there are plenty of things to do. You can be as active or as not active as you wanna be. 
Uh, get plugged in, get to know the events that happen every week or every month. There's plenty of them in Abingdon. It's things like First Fridays or annual events like the Virginia Highlands Festival. It's also weekly classes and things um, that you can find at William King Museum, that you can find at the Arts Depot, writing classes, yoga classes. I mean, you could fill up every day of the week getting to know new people uh, if you wanted to. But I would say, as with anything, when you're trying to enjoy a good life, right, you've moved to small town life, either purposefully, or maybe you're here for a job or school or for family, but take advantage of that slower pace. You're not going to have a 45 minute commute every day to work. If you do, you'll be commuting to Boone or to Withville or somewhere pretty far away. So um, if you're not commuting and you have all that extra time, enjoy it. Spend the extra couple of hours that you would have been in your car on the trail. Spend it uh, learning new hobbies, like I said, art classes or rock climbing or paddle boarding. So much of what we have here in Southwest Virginia is free and accessible to anyone. Anyone can grab a pair of shoes, put them on and go for a hike. Anyone can hop in their car and head over to Washington County Park at South Holston Lake and pay, I think it's $2 to get in, very affordable, and go camping or take a little swim in the lake or find, rent some kayaks or paddle boards and learn a new thing. The good news is that, you know, there's no decision fatigue. You know, it's really tough when you're uh, living in a bigger urban area to decide where even to just eat or decide where to send your kids to school or decide, you know, which yoga studio you want to go to. You know, one of the good things about living in a small town is, you know, it's a good and bad thing. There are trade-offs. You don't necessarily have as, uh, as many options and things like a yoga studio. But when you find your place, you find your people and you get really connected and you know, kind of build a family almost, a much more intimate friendships than you would necessarily in a bigger urban area. When you want to try the new hip restaurant, it's just the one <laughs> that may have opened this month. There might be a, another one the next month. I have found, honestly, that Abingdon has just an incredible variety of restaurants. So we are very fortunate in this uh, particular small town living that our food scene is quite literally the best. I think it's actually been voted that in US Today, USA Today, the best small town food scene. Um, and so we are super fortunate with that. Uh, but I would say, you know, ultimately, again, back to the ethnic food and the diversity there, there's less of that for sure. We don't have a Chinese restaurant. Um, you know, we don't have any Cuban food, so that could be a bummer sometimes. But the amount of amazing food and local produce and farmers that are involved with our food scene here makes our independent restaurants incredibly unique and fantastic. Um, and they're available in all sorts of price points. I mean, even our food trucks are awesome. So do it, do it all, uh, whatever you want to do, but do remember to slow down and enjoy the, the pace of life here in small town uh, living. Take some time on a neighbor's porch. Take some time just meeting someone on the trail for a, a catch, catching up while you're walking on the creeper trail and talking. So that leads me to my next tip. 
immerse yourself in the community. So we mentioned finding your people, finding um, your interests and hobbies that other people might have. I mean, there are so many different opportunities and it can be tough to find them. Um, You know, we're used to Uh, looking online for everything. So take a look at those Facebook groups. Hop on Facebook. And I know that Facebook seems like it's for old people. So I'm sure that uh, some of our younger listeners might have better tips for this, whether it's on Meetup or TikTok, for Lord's sakes, I don't even know. Um, But you guys know, get online and do some searching. Pay attention to the newspaper. Pay attention to uh, posters that might be hanging up uh, around campus or, you know, on the streets where you're walking in the small town. Pay attention and find a couple of things that interest you and, and, and then you'll find your people, like I mentioned before, with those intimate, more intimate friendships that you can make in a small town. There are gardening classes. Matt, you could become a master gardener. There are even hiking groups on Facebook that I know of. Uh, and there are even guided hikes that you can take with a group. Maybe it's even a group that you don't know. So connect, get to know your neighbors. You know, if you're if you've moved somewhere where you don't have five acres around you, then you probably have some neighbors. Go knock on their door. They'll probably come to you first uh, with some zucchini or some muffins or something like that. But if they don't, uh, head over there. People are used to it, and it's great to get to know your neighbors because you never know when you'll need something. Um, whether you've got issues like a tree down after a storm, or you just need, you know, some company and want someone to come and have a chat with you on your porch. So get to know your neighbors, immerse yourself in the community. There is so much to do. We are very blessed here in Appalachia. I always like to say it's such an artsy place. We have so much arts and culture here. There is so much outdoors and sports. There are pickleball courts. Um, That's another great uh, way at the Coombs Center here in Abingdon to get involved with getting to know other people and being able to drop in for a game. So find your people um, and that helps tremendously. Before we go on to the next tip, let's talk about uh, another downfall, maybe something to keep in mind when you move here to small town uh, Appalachia here in Southwest Virginia. I am uh, from Tampa, as I mentioned before, and one of the things about Tampa is that, yes, it's southern, but not really, because Florida (laughs) doesn't really count. It's a very international, very diverse population. Um, People from all over the world uh, come to Florida and certainly from all over the country. And so when I moved here to Appalachia, it was kind of shocking actually the lack of diversity not just in choices as I mentioned before but in in people and in cultures and you know where we lack diversity in cultures you know it comes in different forms we certainly have different kinds of people and interests and even accents even here in southwest Virginia but we did have a lack of diversity and you know, for me, I am, uh, my heritage is that I'm Puerto Rican. My father was born and raised in Puerto Rico and came over here as an adult um, in the Air Force. And so I grew up with, you know, big family gatherings and lots of Puerto Rican food. And, you know, when I moved here and have my five children here, one of the things that really worried me was, am I Puerto Rican enough? Um, you know, I remember going back to visit 
and my my titi which is my aunt um in florida asking me if there was sun in virginia because i had <laughs> lost so much of my tan it was in the middle of february so there's that but um I remember sort of feeling like that sometimes, like maybe I was, you know, not connected enough to my culture living in a place that, you know, is overwhelmingly, um, you know, mostly white population. I think it's only 8% um, non-white here. And so that was a little tough for me. So if that's also your situation, I would say to find and seek out again, back to the tip of finding your people, especially on campus. If you're a student, you definitely have opportunity to meet um, other folks and, you know, a just link up with your family and find other ways to um, infuse your culture into your daily life so that you don't feel disconnected in that way. And I think it's changing. I think that um, is changing as we see the world becoming more global and people being able to work from almost anywhere depending on, on their profession. And so uh, I'm encouraged by that and I hope that we, we see more of that in the future. Another thing that um, we do have have to work on here in our region is the lack of healthcare options and access. You know, and that's something that will certainly take time and infrastructure, but it is something to be prepared for. The good news is that when you connect with people and you find your people and your neighbors, you know, they'll tell you all of the details about who you should go see for what kind of ailments and who you should not see. I mean, that's the good news about a small town is you um, can ask around for opinions and you will certainly get them. So take, take note of that. If you have special health conditions, you may be having to drive an hour or more away for a specialist. But for me, that was a small price to pay. We didn't have uh, too many things to consider in that category for fortunately for us. My next tip, of course, you guys have heard me talk a little bit about hiking and that sort of thing. We'll definitely be exploring more of that here on the Appalachian Overlook as we have more episodes, but enjoy the outdoors. We, what we lack in diversity and cultures, we make up for in biodiversity. Appalachia is absolutely one of the most biodiverse places on the planet. So get out there and explore it. It just do your forest bathing and enjoy the mental health benefits that come from that. Whether you're just walking on the creeper trail or you find a remote trail somewhere else, there are plenty to choose from. I've lived here for 15 years and I still have trails on my bucket list I haven't been able to get to. Take up new hobbies outdoors, whether it's hiking or it could be biking, it could be gardening. I have a great garden and some chickens that really help me uh, just kind of recenter and get grounded throughout the day. Uh, birding, rock climbing, kayaking, really if you can do it outdoors you can do it here in southwest Virginia even I know folks who uh, in the winter when the conditions are right will do cross-country skiing or hop over the mountain not too far to go skiing uh, in West Virginia and so that's uh, the options are endless so I know Emory and Henry has great options uh, to get plugged into that but if you're not a student and you're looking to do that 
again, check out those Facebook hiking groups um, and join up some folks. I love the All Trails app. It's a great app to get an idea of where the trail is, um, see pictures from people who've been on the hikes and maybe their tips of what to bring or what the weather might be like at a certain time of year. Um, if you can bring your, your dog with you, all that kind of stuff. All Trails is a great app for that where you should park. Um, so I would definitely take a look at that. At the end of the day, really adjusting to any new circumstances, carry the same advice. And so I'll leave you with this advice here for small town living. Slow down and be present wherever you are. If you're in a small town, slow down, be present, be mindful of what's around you. Take a look at the trees. How are they different from what you're used to? It may be just that there are trees because maybe where you came from, there weren't so many. Uh, I remember thinking about the grass under my feet, how much softer it was here in Southwest Virginia versus the crabgrass that we had or like the St. Augustine grass that we had in Florida. Just slow down wherever you are. Find gratitude when and where you are. Just find the little things that make you happy about small town life. It'll help keep you connected. Find ways to connect and contribute in meaningful ways. We all want to be seen and heard. We all want to contribute and do our best and give our best to people who appreciate it. You can find ways to do that here in, in Southwest Virginia. Let go of your expectations and your preconceived ideas. Often folks who have never lived in this area may move here with unfortunate stereotypes about what Southwest Virginia and Appalachia as a whole is like. Let those go and be open. We have some of the most ingenious, creative, uh, independent folks ever here in Appalachia and it is such a privilege to get to know and be part of this area. You'll call it home before you know it and it won't take long for you to get connected. I hope this conversation has been compelling and interesting for you and you've learned a few new things or got some great ideas out of it. And I hope you'll come back and listen again. Every week, I'd like to end the show with a song from my playlist. So this week, let's listen to Joy Aladakoon with her song Sunday. Thanks for listening. Mama says I'm up to no good again Couldn't make it proud though I did my best I feel like a mess, I feel like I'm stuck in the wrong skin I feel like I'm sick but I'm having trouble swallowing my medicine Sunday Carry me, carry me down to the water, wash me clean. I'm still struggling. Sunday, bury me under the weight of who you need me to be. Can't you see I'm struggling? I keep God locked in a picture frame So I feel a little better by my number days Yeah, I confess The questions and the answers seem to sound the same 
I'm just like the rest, standing tall, pretending not to be afraid. Sunday, carry me, carry me down to the water, wash me clean. I'm still Sunday come around, lift me up again Never too proud for a helping hand I've been feeling down Can you hear me now? Sunday come around